Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group, you can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. Luke, Art, you know, there's been a lot of news about an inverted yield curve. Now, what is that? And is it something that we should be concerned about? So an inverted yield curve typically happens when the Fed starts raising interest rates and short-term interest rates are higher than long-term. That's when the curve inverts. Historically, it's been a recessionary indicator, but it depends which one you're looking at, right? There's several different, I mean, there's the the two-year, the three-year, the 30-year, the 10-year, the three-month. I mean, there's so many yield curves that you can get to and say, oh, it's inverted. They pretty much almost all have to invert, and there's a couple of them that are actually going the opposite direction. So it can predict a recession, but not all recessions have been predicted from an inverted yield curve. And just a quick example here, the last four times the two-year and the 10-year inverted, the S&P 500 rallied for another 17 months and gained about 28% up until the peak. So it's potentially coming, but it seems like we have time and we need more of the yield curves to invert before we're even more cautious. You know, well, speaking of like recession and and higher interest rates, did you hear the story from former Fed chairman Alan Greenspan? Now, he believes that men's underwear, that's going to predict a recession. He said that when underwear sales go down, it's a sign that men are so pinched, they decide not to replace them. It is literally called the underwear index. It happened in 2008. Do you agree with this or have you heard of this? I've never heard of it. It's kind of like you bringing up a beer floater. So it's floating beer. Um, yeah, that, that is a very interesting stat. It's kind of understandable. You know, I mean, where can you cut back on costs? I guess men, we look at cutting back our underwear costs first. <laughs> <laughs> our underwear budget goes to the toilet. I have no idea. I guess he's just using that as a way to measure discretionary spending. You know, we have a chart that we can kind of follow on discretionary spending. There's one of them I look at all the time and it talks about how much of our discretionary spending on things like boats and play toys, you know, are you using it with cash and savings or are you using that discretionary savings as a, a debt instrument? Are you financing a jet ski? Are you financing a motorcycle? Are you financing a boat? Are you using cash? And sometimes that's a good indicator of how confident we feel about things. So mm-hmm. we'll look at those type of indicators, but I've never looked at the underwear <laughs> indicator before. <laughs> yeah, we have our own indicators we look at here. None of them are related to underwear um, or food or food. Yeah. But um, no, that's very interesting. It's funny because you'd have to tell my wife, Stacy, you know, not to buy me new underwear because I never do. Right. She's like, you know, that's one of those things that she would need to know the recessions here to stop buying it. <laughs> but um, I guess it's true. You know what Art said, just the discretionary spending. But, you know, there's other weird and I say weird different indicators out there like a skyscraper index, right? How many skyscrapers are being built? This is a funny one, too, about lipstick index. So, you know, it's inversely related to the economy because women replace more expensive purchases with small ones when right. things get bad. So, um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of noise out there, we'll call it. As you see it, and obviously we don't have that crystal ball, but I mean, do you see with the way that interest rates are going up and they're saying there could be more than just the original announced seven? Do you think that a recession is looming? Um, not yet. I mean, we're still supposed to grow at about three and a half to four percent this year on the GDP. So that's not a recession by any means. You need to have 
too negative quarters of GDP growth to have a recession. So we're a long ways away from that. Now things are slowing down. Most of the indicators say by next year, we should come off of 5.5% GDP last year, somewhere between 35 4% this year, uh, and then slowing down to about 25 next year. But that's still not a recession. It's just a slowing economy. It's still growing. Mm-hmm. So it would have to, gasoline have to stay high like it is for a long period of time. We'd have to have some of these supply chain interruptions still lasting for a long period of time. We have the whole situation with Russia and Ukraine going on right now. So we've that's added to the mix. And we're hearing more about supply chain interruptions, more about mm-hmm. uh, food shortages, things like that. So we'll have to see. But it looks like it's possible uh, for things to slow down. And then you have, you know, the cost of everything. So if those slow down and there's more demand because we can't get it. But then you have people doing what they're doing right now. Well, let's not get a steak. Let's get the other white meat. Let's get some yeah. chicken and then pork, you know. And so people are being a little more frugal. And if they were going to go get a sirloin, they're like, ah, flank steak looks pretty good. Looks like we're going to marinate some tonight. Right. So, you know, just you're buying cheaper alternatives. So people will typically do that uh, when things get tough. And I don't think we're all down to beanies and weenies yet. But, you know, it gets to that point where all of the discretion goes bye bye. Then that would probably be what happens. Yeah. So the question is, you know, do you have that income to sustain these ups and downs of economic inflation? Let Art McPherson look at your portfolio to make sure economic shifts don't damage your retirement plans. And this weekend, if you have that 500,000 in assets, Art wants to sit down with you personally and offer a complimentary income plan with no obligations and no fees. But it's just good for our radio audience. 321-425-8550 to call the team at the McPherson Financial Group and set up that complimentary consultation from Art McPherson. And, you know, one of the discussions that I'm sure you'll have is about the income plan because research shows the number of households with seniors in debt grew by 14% over an 11-year period. Now, the personal finance site Clever.com says that many retirees doubled their debt in 2020. So, Art, Luke, do you recommend taking funds out of a retirement account if our debt gets out of control? If you take funds out of your retirement account, it can be extremely costly. Mm -hmm. So you have to be super careful about that. So what happens to everybody when you take a withdrawal? Now, there's ways to access money from a retirement account without it costing you money. So you can do a loan. So a loan privilege is usually a very good way to do it. You have a period of time that you can pay it back. It gets deducted from your payroll automatically and there's no tax ramifications. Now you're paying interest on it, on that loan, but you're paying interest in effect to yourself. So there's a little bit better way of doing it. But if you take a withdrawal out and you're actually taking money in hand and you're surrendering that dollar from the 401k, not only do you lose the value of that money today, you have to pay tax on it. And everybody forgets the 401k company will withhold 20%. But that doesn't mean that's the rate they need to withhold. That's just the mandatory guideline that the IRS sets. You might have a 22% bracket. You might have a 24% bracket. You might have a 32% bracket. Whatever bracket you're in, that is what is going to be taxed on those dollars that come out. And it's after everything else. So it goes on top of all the other income for the year. So whatever you made, whatever your spouse made, whatever your partner made, then this adds on top of that. And if you're not 59 and a half, there's another 10% penalty tax that's added on top of it too. So you could lose 35, 45, 50% of your money. So you better 
really need it because you might have to take to get fifty thousand in hand. You might have to take seventy five thousand dollars just to get that fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. So you're you're losing the power of the future growth of it, and then you're having to pay a heavy heavy price. Usually, borrowing money, home equity line, something like that is much less costly than trying to do a distribution from your four hundred one k. Yeah, you just have to be worried about the tax brackets that aren't mentioned. Another way to look at it is you know if you're going into debt and you haven't paid it off before retirement, right? And you use kind of your nest egg to pay off the debt. It can work, but it's going to be hard to build your nest egg back up because you're no longer saving. You're taking money out of the portfolio. So I always try to, you know, talk to clients about, okay, it took you 35, 40 years to save this amount of money. You know, let's not take 15, 20% of it in the first six months of retirement, right? Let's, let's create a game plan. Let's manage your tax bracket. Let's take more out over time. You know, currently, you know, financing rates and things are still cheap. You know, they're going to get more expensive as the interest rates go up. But currently, there are better options than, you know, paying something off at 24% or 22%, whatever your tax bracket is. That's pretty expensive to pay off a car at 2% or a home at 3 or 4%. So we always look at both sides of the coin. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A1 Today's show has been a work of art. 